1: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms
2: into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week, only at WickDonald's! Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participating in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.
3: Hello? Hey, this is Steve. How's it going, on? Uh, this is going good. How are you doing, Steve?
2: Oh, great. I'm glad to be here. I'm a huge fan.
3: Oh, I'm a fucking fan of you, dude. Nah. Steve, Steve, Steve. Uh, what's going on with you today, Steve?
2: Well, I come to you, Mr. Gek. Uh, I I like, I go by Frog Word Steve on the internet. Um, so I can kind of relate to you as a fellow Greenman. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, I'm nervous. Uh, I've never been
3: here before. No, don't be nervous. (laughs) Um, There's no one. It's just us here on the computer.
2: Exactly. Just us on the computer. So my problem is I've been, for the past couple weeks now, I have been talking with this girl on the internet and I felt like we made a pretty strong connection, but as things have gone on, I am feeling as if I may not be anything more than just a wallet to her
3: mm. Why do you feel that way? Well it seems there's times when
2: I feel like I can only get any sort of reciprocation when or any kind of attention away from her other friends is when I buy her something
3: Okay. Have you met this woman in real life before? I have not. Okay. What kinds of things have you been buying for her?
2: Well, um, (laughs) uh, she is, she's into like K-pop stuff. So I bought her, they have like these photo card collections that people collect. And, uh, I bought a whole bunch, a whole collection of this one girl that she's into for her. That's one thing. Um, I bought her stuff on like video games that we play, like League of Legends, Valorant. I bought her a bunch of skins, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I've spent probably upwards of close to a thousand dollars
3: already. Okay. Have you ever video chatted with her? Yes. Okay. Let me ask you this. Why do you think you are doing this?
2: Um, I can give you an honest answer. I can do it. Or I do it because I think I'm desperate for a woman's attention. And I think I cling on to the first sign of interest in any way, shape, or form.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, have you always been like that?
2: For the last few years of my life, probably, yeah. I think as I get older, it becomes worse.
3: Mm. Why do you think it gets worse as you get older?
2: Uh, I don't have very much success meeting people in real life. I work from home and I don't drink, so I don't like go out to bars or anything. I don't I just it's hard to meet people in real life. Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm. Would you say you have low self esteem? A hundred percent. Where do you think that comes from?
2: <laughs> uh my own insecurities as a, as a human. I'm a, I'm, an, I'm an overweight man, a self image mostly. Mm-hmm that and I feel there hasn't been a whole lot of times in my life where I've been I've had reasons to feel confident I feel like no one else has really had confidence in me so it's hard to instill that upon myself I know that I should I just don't really know how
3: what kinds of things do you think would give you more confidence
4: uh,
2: no no i i I'd like to see myself uh you know start losing some weight. I've been kind of doing that a little bit this year, but mm-hmm. I think uh if i can if I can knock that out, it would help my at least my self image and self esteem in that regard a little bit mm-hmm. um, but you know they, they say you can't love anybody till you love yourself, so I guess that's really
3: what I'm working on, yeah, man. So um, this is a really this is really interesting stuff that you're bringing up here because uh, and and this is a lesson I had to learn myself that I'm telling you here is um, you're trying to fix an internal issue through external means uh, you, right. having the validation of other people uh, having the validation of of this girl it may fix your issue temporarily in the moment but it's not a sustainable solution because their validation is fleeting it is what's the word I'm looking for it is inconsistent and it is not a thing that you want to be dependent on uh, instead of finding. The solution to your problem of insecurity by trying to get other people to like you. You need to go 180 and find that through means that are completely and 100% within your control. It is a harder and longer road. Because sometimes it feels like it's a it's a shorter cut to you know pay a girl uh, you know for Valorant skins or for whatever else it is uh, to get her to like you. It, it's like I think one of the reasons why you might feel inclined to do that is because it's a little <laughs> bit of a shortcut, and it's like okay if I do this, then I don't have to do the the internal work and walk the long road of building internal confidence and i get that man i don't think that's something you need to be ashamed of or or feel like you're an incel for or anything like that um it's it's a really understandable impulse um but i think that if you 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 gotta just really understand that that the only sustainable solution to your problem is to walk the long road of building internal confidence.
2: I, I agree. I uh, I definitely recognize that. Obviously, like you said, it's easier said than done. But uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't agree I couldn't agree anymore. You you're hundred percent.
3: It is easier said than done, dude. When I was in um, college, I was like obsessed with Tinder. And I was really, I was really obsessed with, like, trying to get validation through, like, you know, other people liking me, um, you know, or things like that. And it's just, it's it's just not the correct way of going about that. You know, you really have to find things within yourself that give you self-esteem. I mean, now... It's, and it's weird, man, because, you know, you're saying you're overweight. I mean, dude, I'm the most overweight I've been in my life. Um, but I, I feel confident in myself. And what gives me confidence in myself lately is um, that I, I just I know when I uh, wake up in the morning that I fucking try, you know, that's all that matters. I I, I, I don't get conf- I don't I don't get confidence or validation from people DMing me that, you know, I've helped them with this podcast, or from some girl liking me, or from, from any of that stuff. It's it's lately just been, you know what, fuck it. Uh, uh, I wake up and I do the best I can with however limited of energy I have. To uh, figure stuff out, to try and be nice to people, to uh, exert some kind of energy out into the world, and uh, if anyone wants to give me shit, go ahead, but I fucking tried. That's that's what gives me confidence more than anyone externally telling me anything, you know, and it took a, it took a really long time to get to that point but if you can find something like that for yourself that you can really cling to and that you can really believe in not just like try to get yourself to believe in but that you can poke around at all the angles and be like no this is true i really i did i tried and that's my rock of of self-esteem then you'll just be happier man that's and and i and i just i know from experience so I don't know if any of that resonated with you, but...
2: No, 100%. I think uh, very insightful shit. I think um, I just wanted to throw one more thing in there. I kind of left this out because it's probably the biggest insecurity I have, and I don't admit it to many people, um, Mm -hmm. but especially the climate and... Not climate, but the society, the the male-dominated society we live in these days where everything's about you know who gets the most bitches or whatever etc like sex is a lot of part big part of this world I'm I'm 26 years old and I'm a virgin and Mm -hmm. that drives me insane a little bit sometimes to think about Um, Mm -hmm. you know I'm not getting any younger my friends they all have they have families like the children I have little
3: nephews like Mm
2: -hmm. and it, it, it makes me sit here like I'm 20 what am I doing
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um well first of all you're not you're definitely not alone uh there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of uh guys out there who uh, are also uh I, I guess you could say um, you know virgins at an age where most people aren't but uh I mean tell me okay tell me more about your personal relationship with that I want to dive a little bit deeper into that do you feel like an embarrassment do you feel you know how how, what what is your relationship with that aspect of your life
2: uh yeah it's definitely something I'm embarrassed about I think I've only told I've only explicitly told like two or three people in my life about it you know I mean obviously it comes up sometimes and I don't Like, you know, if, if I'm hanging with the boys and everyone's talking about, like, oh, you know, it's like sex stuff. And I'm just sitting there with my my thumb up my ass, not knowing any of them. I feel left out. I feel embarrassed. I feel ashamed. I feel like I'm behind. I don't know. I feel, I feel a lot of things about it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why do you feel like you Well, okay. Let me ask you something. Take away, if we could, for a second, take away the boys, uh, you know, talking about sex. Take away the general societal expectation that you lose your virginity at a certain age. Take away the shame. Take, take, take it all away. And just for a second, like, what's important to you in your life? how does being a virgin compare to just what's important to your life in general, right? Like, is is sex, is it really important to you? And to, by the way, completely okay if the answer is yes, very. But I just want to know what the answer is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe I'm just something there. I don't think it's like, it's not super important to me it doesn't define you know who i am i'm not out there looking to you know stick my dick into anything that moves obviously but um i just think it would it, it's not it, it's just, It's more of just a crutch i guess at this point it's like a milestone that i feel like i should have reached even as silly as it sounds but
3: well, no, um, I'm glad i
2: think you know it's not super important but yeah
3: OK, cool. that's what I wanted to know. And by the way, it would be fine if it is, if you're like, no, I really want to know what sex feels like. I really want to ha-. like if that was your truth then that would, you know, that's totally fine. But I was just wondering if 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 that is important to you and from what you've told me just now, you're saying it is not.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, obviously I'm not going to, you know, I wouldn't mind, but it's not like, it's not top priorities on my, on my life.
3: Okay. But although okay. But so all the other things that we've been talking about, though, finding a, a sense of security within yourself, that sounds like, and again, tell me if I'm wrong, but that sounds like that is important to you.
2: Yeah, I w- I would like to... I, kind of like you said, you know, when you wake up and you're confident in yourself that you're trying and you're doing your best every day. I want to, I want to be able to feel that about myself.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, I don't feel that every day. Sometimes I'm like, fuck, I was a piece of shit today, you know. But even, even then, even you know, my, what, my lately my thing is, you know, even then, even the days where I'm like, fuck, I just slept all day, I didn't do the things I was supposed to do. Try to be less hard on myself and just be like, okay, well, that, that's a version of trying the best I can in a sense in a weird way i'm still mm-hmm. kind of working on that but um <sighs> dude i feel like walking the path of of finding security within yourself it sounds like is the most important thing for you to do right now and losing your virginity i i think will happen as a result of that right because you'll become more attractive if you're more secure in yourself um, right, but but you know, it's another thing, man. It's like you know, we, I was just talking about like it, losing your virginity and sex. It's just another. Ex- it's just another external thing. It's just another fucking external thing that is not a sustainable way of building self confidence. I would look at right. like that. It's just another fucking external thing, like. Like, I don't know, dude, say you go out to a bar one day and you meet a girl and and she happens to be into you and you guys have sex and then boom, now you're not a virgin anymore. Like, is, is, that, is that really going to change your life? You know, like, okay, maybe you won't feel like so whatever about being a, a virgin, but the, is that really going to sustainably change your life for the better in a long term way? It's not. That's the, That's the truth. Um, the the only way to sustainably change your life for the better in long term way is to do all the other shit we've been talking about about looking inwards. So, right. Um, I I just hope you recognize that, cause cause it t- it took me a, a while to recognize that too. So I think um yeah I, I definitely I
2: definitely agree with that. But I think uh, going back to the original point, then do you think I should stop? Talking to this girl.
3: Yes, def- you should definitely stop talking to this girl.
2: Gotcha. I tried. I, I actually did try, but she added me back, and then I, I fell for it again.
3: No, I mean I did. I look. Don't don't be so hard on yourself. I I know that you know at the beginning you said the chat was calling you or whatever, but like, you know, it's look, it's te- it's tempting, man. You have a you have this like problem and here here is uh, a, an easy solution to the problem it's fuck, it's fucking tempting man like I get it I'm I gonna sit here and be like I don't you know why why is he doing it like I get it man like it's a tempting band-aid to the self-esteem problem it's fucking tempting I totally get it you know try your I, I, that's dude try your best to resist the tem- to resist the temptation but when you give in don't spiral out of control. As uh, beating yourself up, it's understandable. You're working on this thing, and you're not going to get it perfect the first time. But as long as you keep working on it, right?
2: Well, uh, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, thank you, Lyle. I really uh, appreciate the time today.
3: Yeah, man. Um, and good good luck to you. I'm I. I, I like I said, it's a it's a hard path, and everyone kind of has their own thing that builds their internal self confidence, and it's something I'm fucking working on every day still. But, um, you know, it's 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 kind of I think the the only way to do it. Um, and 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 good luck to you, and, and Steve, thanks for uh, I know this is something you don't talk to a lot of people about, so thanks for uh you know having the courage to talk to us about it.
2: 100%. It helps kind of having that anonymity, I can't say that word that well, of the internet. But, you know, huge fan of the therapy GECK. and been watching you for a while, so figured I'd give it a shot and see if I can get on.
3: Hey, thanks, Steve. Talk to you soon. Take care, wow. Let's see. Yeah, everything I, I was talking to Steve about is a thing that took me a while to realize. Uh, I feel like there's, there's, and and everyone, this, I don't think this is specifically like a, you know, a, a guy issue. I think this is just a general human being thing. Like the, the struggle for finding internal validations so that you're not looking to other people or to events or, you know, whatever, sex or likes on the internet or whatever whatever the fucking thing is uh, for validation it's a struggle that a lot of people have Um, and I'm not a master of it by any means it's something I've been struggling with uh, for a while everyone has that struggle um, to some degree and it's hard, it's really hard to build that internal rock but I, I think the first step to it is to is to snap the fuck out of the mindset of, okay, well, if I finally have sex, I'm not a virgin, then I'll feel validated, you know? Or, oh, if I have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, I'll feel validated. Oh, if uh, I make this thing on the internet, and lots of people tell me every day how much uh, they they love this thing, I'll feel validated. It's, it's just not... It just doesn't fucking work like that. It really doesn't. Um, and I've been really lucky... To kind of be able to experience all the things that I thought would make me feel validated if I were to experience them. Because that, for me, was the only way to then realize, oh, okay, that's not the answer. To then go back and go, okay, you actually have to, as I was just talking to Steve about, do the 180. And uh, look within for, for validation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, but if I can tell you now, you know, if, 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 you, you, the first step is to realize you're not gonna find it anywhere other than within. You are on a wild goose chase otherwise. Alright. That was, that was, that was my little gecko talk. That was my little gecko talk. Sometimes I forget that I'm streaming and I just talk.
0: See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash investing in America. Hello. Hello.
3: How are you? Hi. What's going? Good. on? Good. How are you? I what's am a on? gecko. I'm a gecko. You're a gecko. Uh, what's going on with you? you got Autumn? camels
4: as well um nothing i'm just chilling in bed i was smoking waiting to get on the show hopefully the weed of course
3: how how stoned are you right now
4: um to be honest with you i'm not really that stoned i smoke every day so Mm -hmm. more so but like let's chill and see if i get on the show
3: Okay, I, you know, I, I wanted to. I'm gonna. I, I know you have a thing you want to talk about, but I want to ask you this real quick how How does smoking weed make you feel? Because I I feel like it affects everyone super differently, and I have my own way that it makes me feel. And it's I'm very interested in how how differently it affects people.
4: Um. Well, to be honest with you, I've been smoking every day for the past four years. I'd say like consistently sure um so to to be honest with you it's not so much of a like oh like I'm so big like I don't even know how to handle myself it's not like a drug to me it's more so the like let's just chill let's smoke a bowl calm down it just calms everything down like that's really the best way well I feel like
3: after getting high every day for four years it's, it's almost like it's your baseline
4: yeah, basically. I mean, even in my fucking license photo, I, we got my, me baked in there. So if I get baked pulled over, I look the same in my license photo.
3: You know what? I I I want to say that that's a smart move, but I feel like that would be irresponsible of me to say. So I'll imply it indirectly. Uh, Autumn, what's uh, what's what's going on? How uh, how can I get you today?
4: Um, well, I am in love with somebody that I met less than a month ago, and I truly believe that it's love at first sight. And I know I kind of sound stupid, but yeah.
3: What makes you believe that it is love at first sight?
4: Well, the thing about it, though, is like, I truly believe in like human connection and like. Soul connections, twin flames, soulmates, all of that. Like I can feel somebody's energy while talking to them. I can read somebody's body language, like the whole fucking nine yards. And it's like just with this one specific person, I've never felt more of a like a connection almost. Like I I really don't I really don't know how to describe it. Like the first time I hugged him when I first met him, like It was unreal. There's no words to describe it. That's why I feel like love at first sight is really a true thing. When I don't have any words to describe it.
3: Is this something that you felt before?
4: No. That's the thing. I've never felt it before. Mm -hmm. And neither has he. And we've had like long conversations about this too.
3: Mm -hmm. So... So are you, it says here that you are planning on getting married to this guy.
4: Yeah, so that's something that really caught my mind because it was kind of a joke. Like I had like a bunch of rings on and I put my left hand out and my left hand didn't have a ring finger, I mean ring on my ring finger. And I was like, oh, look, it's missing something as a joke. You know what I mean? Like saying that like it's missing a wedding ring. I joke all the time. I'm a fucking sarcastic person. And he kind of looked at me differently. And I was like, what, you actually want to get married to me? And he was like, that wouldn't be a bad option, though. And I was like, wait, would you actually like, like, we kind of just like got into a full conversation about it. And we realized, like, no, like, I would actually get married to you, like. I've never felt this type of emotion towards somebody. This type of energy towards somebody, like it, it's indescribable. That's the problem. Okay. So there's no way to like actually put it into words.
3: So it is an indescribable energy that you are feeling. Yeah. Um, what exactly are you looking for? Uh, let me let me rephrase this question. Why is love important to you?
4: If I'm being truly honest, I feel like I never received it in the way that I've always wanted to receive love, like past relationships wise. I'm not talking about like my family, like my mom or grandparents or any of that type of shit. Like, I'm talking about like true love, like just wanting to find my true love. And okay. I don't know why. Maybe that's just because I've always been on like the search for it. But I hopped on Bumble and I was just like, "Fuck it, let's go get some free dinners." And, I mean, that's, so crazy, well, so 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 hold on, I so because
3: I want to, I want I want to, I want to answer this real quick because because you said to me that you want love in your life because you've just been searching for it. you've just been searching for it for so long that you haven't even stopped. To think about why you're searching it or or you know ever ask yourself that question
4: well you see that's that's the thing though is I haven't it's not that I haven't stopped like I have stopped like, I've stopped and really thought like how do I want to be treated how do I want somebody to like really treat me in a relationship how do I want somebody to show love towards me how do I want somebody to truly understand me can they deal with my depression my anxiety like, Somebody who is one hundred percent the person that I imagine them to be and the person okay. that I met, like, he is that. And that's weird. So it's weird to find somebody who shows me true love. That's why So
3: you you have imagined this person and you say that this is somebody who is exactly who you imagined them to be.
4: Basically, yeah.
3: So, let me ask you this. You said you've known them for a month.
4: Mm-hmm. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the catch there. Yeah.
3: How long do you believe that it takes to really get to know a person?
4: I don't know. When, I mean, it really depends on, like, the conversation. I don't think there's really, like, a time limit. Like you could spend weeks and weeks working with somebody and not know a single fucking thing about them because the only thing you talk about is work or like they don't talk at all. They're not a social person. But when like the other day we sat down and watched the stars and smoked a blunt and fucking cuddled on the beach and we were talking about life and like life goals and like it's it's just. It's not just conversation, it's just like really, really getting to know somebody, knowing somebody's like mm-hmm. true emotion, true feeling.
3: Like Autumn, can I ask you this family, um what what else tell me tell me what else was going on in your life at this moment?
4: Really nothing. Um I mean I was going out of college, I was in a job. I was really just making money to pay for college, so it was kind of just like, oh, let's just hop on Bumble and have some fun. I mean, I was mm-hmm. in a past relationship a, a little before that, but okay. It well, what was it what was that different.
3: past relationship like?
4: See, that's the thing though, is that was really shitty. Um, probably about like two weeks and not even two weeks, two days. Um, it was an argument after an argument after disagreement after. He didn't like the fact that I was going out with an old guy best friend who actually has a boyfriend. And I tried explaining that to him and he said that he could still hit on me. Um, He didn't like that I was going out with my guy cousins. Like, he wouldn't like the fact that I would wear a crop top and a skirt. um, That I wore a lot of makeup. That I wore big, chunky platforms. That I didn't mind yelling at somebody on the street who would say something back to me it was very controlling and i am not one to be controlled i'm the last person to be controlled so Mm -hmm. i ended that immediately when it started i mean not immediately within like two weeks but
3: well that's good i'm glad to hear i'm glad to hear that you have at least a baseline of what you know is not acceptable to you in this realm and you know oh, yeah. uh, look it says okay it says so you're 21 years old you're thinking about getting married to a guy that you met uh, a month ago uh, i mean look conventionally i'm sure that everybody in your life who you've discussed this with is totally telling you uh, uh that that is a terrible idea is, is that correct yeah basically mm-hmm. okay and, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it. I've been thinking so much lately about what the point of fucking life is in general. Is it to find love? Is it to love yourself? Is it to have an impact on the world? Is it this? Is it that? Uh, everyone really gets to kind of decide in their own way what's important to them. And, mm-hmm. look, you're 21 years old. And, and really, at this point, the only way you could irreversibly change your life is if you uh, went to jail or got pregnant or got seriously injured. Um, Mm -hmm. So, look, if you want to go ahead and marry this guy who you met a month ago, I mean, look, is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? What does that even mean, a good idea or a bad idea in, um, in, in this case? I mean... You you kind of get to decide what's important to you, right? And so you're here and you're deciding that love is important to you. You're deciding that this connection is important to you. And if you want to go ahead and map your actions at this point in your life to what's important to you right now. And then, you know, if later you decide that, oh, that actually is not what's important to me. Oh, this actually wasn't the great decision. uh, You know, you Mm -hmm. can change the course. So I don't think that you're about to do anything that's completely irrational and crazy. Do I personally believe that this is going to work out forever? Um, I don't fucking know. I'm sure that there are plenty of people out there who've been in similar situations that have made them very happy. And really not me or anyone else in your life can tell you for sure whether or not this is going to work out. But I I think you should do... uh, you know, whatever maps to what's important to you in life right now. And, and know that if, if what's important to you changes later, then that's okay. You can always change the course.
4: Yeah. I like that.
3: Um,
4: I needed that.
3: <laughs> Autumn, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
4: Um, smoke a lot of weed, it'll help.
3: Thanks for calling, Autumn.
4: That's all I have to say, of course, you have a great one.
3: That was interesting. I feel like I'm about to repeat everything I just said, but like I've really been thinking a lot about what the point, like I said, what the fucking point of life is. Um, and I have a complicated relationship with relationships. We get a lot of relationship stuff on this podcast. A lot of people having problems or having whatever the opposite of problems are with with their romantic life. And some people's romantic lives make them very happy. Some people's romantic lives make them uh, very sad. But, I mean, look, if this girl goes and gets married to this guy... If she has a kid with him, that's a whole other thing. But if she just gets married to him... Uh... Fuck, man, I don't know, maybe it makes her happy, maybe it doesn't. But if 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 anything I think is important for her to know is that she can always change the course no matter what, so... Go with your gut, I suppose. I don't know.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.
4: this is hi
3: (laughs) what's going on jordan
4: nothing much just got off from a long day at work
3: what do you do for work
4: um i actually work at a dispensary in baltimore
3: (laughs) they have dispensaries in baltimore
4: yes it's a medical dispensary
3: holy shit really because how easy is it to get the med card
4: so it's honestly not that hard. You have to apply through the state and, like, prove that you have a medical need. And then um, once you apply with the state, you go to a doctor and then get certified through them. So it's, like, basically just a two-part process where you have to pay twice.
3: What is the least severe medical issue I could claim to have to get a card in Maryland?
4: Mm, honestly, I heard somebody just say back pain or headaches, even if they haven't had it, like— consistently um it it ranges but i think the least severe would either be like uh consistent knee pain or something like back pain something like that (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. yeah i I guess they can't really make you prove headaches because they can't like go into your head
4: yeah exactly uh
3: jordan it says here that uh you're haunted by one of your ex-roommates what's going on with this
4: Yeah. So um, I had a friend from high school. Um, We had been friends for like 10 years. Uh, And she, when I moved home from college, I had started dating somebody moved in with them. We had been friends hanging out like every couple weekends uh, here and there. Um, And when my ex and I broke up, Um, I moved back into my mom's, like, empty house for a little bit before I, like, couch hopped for a bit. And uh, she proposed the idea that we get a place together. Um, At the time, she said she had an issue with her social security, and I believed her. um, Just because she was a high school friend, we had been really close for a while. Um, So she said she couldn't get her name on the lease. So um, I was in a situation where I didn't really have anywhere to go at that point. I took up a job as a teacher and um, got the apartment. um, And she said that she would pay and everything, get her name on the lease as soon as her social security issue was cleared up. Um, Six months into it, like she moved in, I let her move in without giving me anything to start, which Mm. was my mistake. Mm. I was too trusting. Um, And she immediately, uh, like, took the gym fob. She wouldn't put it back on the the common hook. She took the mailbox key. She wouldn't let me have that. Um, It got to the point where, six months in, she still owed me $800. Um, She wasn't really paying rent on time, and her cats were tearing the apartment up. Um, And then, I guess about four months before the end of the lease, she had almost called off with paying me off um she started acting really crazy like i had surgery on the back of my head and my family was over and uh, she threw a fit saying they were too loud and like how dare we come into the apartment like that and then two nights later she had friends over until two in the morning on a work night for me um and very shortly thereafter she moved all of her stuff out she stole my mail a bunch of my stuff um and she abandoned the so-called lease which her name really wasn't on i was just letting her rent. um and then she used the money that she should have paid rent with and bought a new camera lens and she's continuing to uh take pictures for all of our friends for uh like graduations baby pictures weddings uh with that money
3: so uh, how is this a two-bedroom apartment and you just put your name on the lease for the whole thing yeah. Did she ever pay you anything?
4: Um. Yeah. So she started paying me off the eight hundred initially, and then she was she was still like owing me like five hundred dollars, but she was paying rent consistently for a bit. Then all of a sudden, uh, she stopped paying and ditched.
3: Interesting. So, all right, tell me what what was your relationship like with this person before you moved in with her? Were you guys friends for a long time?
4: Yeah, so we met in our freshman year of high school, and we had been friends since then. Um, So we had been friends over 10 years, 15 years-ish. And we had been, like, we were people who texted every day. Um, She was the person I would text and be like, hey, you want to go to Target? We'd jump in the car, run to Target. Like, she was the person I went and got groceries with. We were were really close. I went to all of her family stuff. Um, She called my brothers her brother's. Um, like very intertwined. Like all of our friends were the same. We were we were really close, and then it just slipped.
3: So, uh, over the course of your ten year friendship with her, it says you're you're 26. You met know, when you're like 16. Well, has she done anything like this at all? That that should have showed no. her her character at all. Or this is the first time she's 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 kind of screwed you over.
4: This was the first time that she screwed me over, but uh, I think, like, I think she had more so screwed over, like, ex-boyfriends, but never, like, friends or anyone close to her.
3: Interesting. What do you, what do you think it is, then, that, that caused this, like, shift in personality to, to do this to you?
4: Um, honestly, so the teaching job I took, um, she encouraged me to take that. It was at the same school that she was in, but she wasn't a teacher. She was just an aide to one of the students in the school. Um, and I think that when I started doing well there and really enjoying it, um, I don't know if she just felt invaded by me working in the same place and living with her. But again, she was the one who proposed like living together after working together as well. So mm. not sure what was going on there. But I, I really do think it is either a jealousy aspect or... Or maybe she didn't have the money and she just thought that I'd be a good person to drag into it and to take advantage of because she knew I was in a caring spot.
3: You know, so in the past, like, have there been situations, not where she's necessarily fucked you over, but where you've been generous to her and she's maybe taken advantage of it?
4: Not that I can recall, honestly. Like, it all really started when we reconnected. Once I got back from, like, college and after the breakup and everything, it just, she, she really, it, it came out of nowhere. I mean, I, I know she had some issues, again, with exes, but never with with friends, and she was always very consistent with friends, usually.
3: And at the end of this, did, did she just completely ghost you, or was there a moment of, of explosive tension?
4: Um, So she sent me a bunch of text messages and basically told me that, um, like, I was the reason all this was happening and that um, I was inconsiderate of her. Um, But I reminded her again how I let her move in without paying anything. I let her pets live there when they weren't supposed to. She had people over all the time. I really kept to myself. And she was a very, like, as soon as anything happened in the house, if anything was off, she would immediately blow up. So I actually, for the entire period of living there, wouldn't even go in the kitchen. Like, I never cooked there once because I was afraid of anything, like, going wrong with her because she just had a temper.
3: Nothing really just fucking ruins a friendship more than living together. I've really just found that to be true. Um,
4: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely regret that for sure. Um, Yeah.
3: So do you talk to her at all still?
4: No, so she blocked me on everything immediately following that. Like, she literally took my mail, and I had to call, like, the post office, and they did a search, and they actually found it at her, own, like, where she was living at the time, I guess, where she had moved. And I go, like, oh, yeah, your old roommate had your mail. Um, and I still have things, like, missing to this day that I can't find that I know she took. But uh, I've seen—my brother has seen her. She goes into the vet's office that he works at, but— uh, she will be real friendly with him, say hi, nothing else. Uh, nobody else really seems to see her besides, like, my teacher friends still get photos done by her and everything.
3: Or Is any part of you going to attempt to go after her legally or, or just try to find her and be like, hey, you you owe me these things or, you know, you, Honestly, you have my stuff?
4: I I thought about it. Like, uh, right now I have a lot, like, going on health-wise and, like, stress-wise that I don't know if I could handle the additional stressor of it
0: so, um, yeah.
4: but if, if given the opportunity when I'm a little bit more like stable then I would love to figure out my options with that whether it be like small claims court or I, I don't know what that would be but she like because of her I fell for a scammer I'm like over $7,500 in debt because of it like I just, I was so desperate to pay off my debt that I became even more in debt. So I just, I'm going to stay under the radar for a bit until things clear up.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, dude, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you when, um, like the going after a conflict or, or going after retribution becomes more of a, of an issue than, than to just let it be. You know, especially because it is—it's taxing to hire a lawyer, go to the court, gather your evidence, like really build a case. Do that—it's it's a whole fucking thing. And I—I I, I can totally understand weighing that against just dropping it and finding that dropping it is—is is better for your peace. I understand where that decision comes from. I wanted to ask you, how do you feel? Are you in like a mourning? feeling at all i mean a 10-year friendship that (laughs) ends like this just out of nowhere like how how does that feel how are you what's going through your head about that
4: um yeah from all of this like i honestly this is something that literally haunted me day to day like me thinking about like what did i do wrong like uh going over why i let her come in in the first place without paying things like going over every action and every thought based off of that and then like moving forward thinking about my interactions with people it kind of I mean it really does haunt me because I I just don't know who I can trust Um, I mean I've met some really great people since then um, who understand and are a lot better friends than her if I see any kind of sketchy behavior I I tend to dip out very quickly now but um, yeah it's constant anxiety from from that. Uh, but, so, yeah. so you're saying
3: that this is so you're saying that this is this is influenced, you know, not just your relationship with this person, but just your overall trust levels and weariness of being taken advantage of in general.
4: Yeah, because I mean, again, this was somebody that I let into my family. Like, she came to all of the family birthday parties. She came on vacations with us. Like, it, that was a long friendship. And she watched another one of our high school friendships dissolve and was like, I'd never want that to happen to us. So that's something that I thought would never happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like that, that's what threw me off so much because that was something I i never in a million years guessed. We had literally like, um, not on purpose, but we accidentally have matching tattoos because I got <laughs> mine from my grandmother who was born on St. Patrick's yeah. Day and she was born on St. Patrick's Day. So yeah. Like
3: we have tattoos that are matching. <laughs> well uh, well Jordan, yeah, it's it's just I mean, this is an interesting thing because it's like on one hand, if for you being generous, being trusting is just important to you as you move through life, I feel like it's yeah. it's you know, important to stay true to that but it's hard it's very hard to balance that with yeah it's important to me to be trusting and generous to people that's one of my values but also I don't want to get fucked you know
4: yeah it's, it's exactly. really it's hard it's hard it's hard
3: to balance that it really is <laughs> I don't have a solution for that but uh i you know at the end of the day uh you know it's good that you're you're it's it's, it's nice that you have that generous spirit and I, I hope that you find a way to continue to Tap into that, in but in uh, in 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 maybe more calculated ways than <laughs> yeah, letting people course. live with you without being on the lease. Yeah,
4: definitely. And hey, uh, I uh, I'm gonna try to come see you in DC, so I hope to see you soon. I really appreciate you taking my call and everything too.
3: Yeah, thank you for sharing your story, and um, I fucking see you in DC too. That'll be that'll be crazy. The Miracle <laughs> Theater. 400 people, you you can watch me shit my fucking pants directly on the stage Dude, as soon as I, I walk be out. I
4: right there shitting with you, so, Beautiful. like, prep yourself.
3: <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go, Jordan?
4: No, everybody have a good night, stay chill, have a good night.
3: <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks, Geck, have a
4: good night.
3: That's yeah, an interesting one. I, I've 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 dealt with shit like that all the like not dealt with, but like I should I guess possibly sometimes dealt with personally, but gotten calls like that a lot where somebody does something nice and then it fucking backfires on them. And I'm I'm trying to think like because I'll, I'll you can go to two ways with that where you can go okay, I'm never gonna do anything nice for anyone ever again because the last time I did, I got fucked over and I'm just done. Or you can be like, you know what, actually fuck them because they're trying to get me. They win if I do that, you know, if if I stop being nice to people because this one person fucked me over, then they win. I'm not giving this person the power to change my character, to change how I interact with people. I don't think either of those two options is is the wrong one. But it's interesting to think about because I, I, I really don't know. It's a tough situation. Hello. Hello. How's it going?
1: I'm doing well. How are you, Lyle?
3: Uh, I'm okay. What's going on with you?
1: Fuck yeah. Doing good. Feeling good. Just got off a bike run. Uh, fine means not to run. I'm on a bike, so using a bike.
3: Okay. That made a little bit of sense. Uh, what's... Um... Okay. Is there anything in particular you called in to talk about?
1: Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, a particular scenario that I found myself. I mean, I've been dating this girl for a while. Uh, it's like four weeks, about a month. Um, Really cool. Kicking it off and having a good time. But every so often we hang out, uh, she ends up bringing up that she wants to punch my balls. And like, at first, it was like, oh, okay, haha. Ha. Like, it's funny. Like, so with the demeanor, the delivery, awesome. But it's consistently being brought up each time we hang out. And... I'm unclear on whether I should be concerned of a surprise attack, or she'll respect my boundaries and say until I'm ready for such things.
3: Okay, you're concerned about whether or not she will just surprise attack your balls.
1: I mean that, and also just the curiosity, the amount of uh, the amount of want to put such a action into effect.
3: Okay. Um... I mean, have you expressed to her that you do not want her to uh to punch you in the balls?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'll say I'll let her I told her. I was like, man, yeah, until I feel I'm ready, I'll let you know. For sure. Although John, a little surprise John. attack has me on the Yeah.
3: John, have you told her that it makes you uncomfortable when she asks you to punch her your balls?
1: Uh I don't I don't know if I'm like totally put off because I enjoy hanging out with her and stuff. But John, you're calling thing, a but, gecko on the mm, internet to
3: tell him that you're uncomfortable with this girl uh saying that she wants to punch your balls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my balls punched.
3: Okay. So you so have you really fair to say Lyle? Like, yeah, have you, have you really honestly expressed this to her?
1: Honestly, like, sit down and be like, hey, yo, um, like, I don't know if... Oh, not I don't know. I definitely know that I don't want you to punch me in the balls right now. And so mm-hmm. I hope you can respect that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. she could. Although, like anyone else with such a desire, it's still going to fit in the back. So it's just like keeping me on my toes is all. Keeping me on my toes with it. I'm sure she could respect it, although it's like, mm, there's definitely a good want to do it for sure.
3: John, when,
1: uh, I mean, as a gecko, can do you get hit in the balls? I don't know if that's a gecko thing. John,
3: John, um, are you are you genuinely afraid that this that this girl is going to punch you in the balls?
1: I'm concerned, for sure.
3: If she does not respect the boundaries that you have set between her fist and your balls, mm-hmm. then then she is not the one for you, John.
1: Okay. No, yeah, definitely. It's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good way of putting it. I just probably just need someone to just tell me wholesomely. Of such yeah. a scenario, because each
3: time to bring it up, yeah. it's like ha ha ha, but no one's like, "Hey yo!" No, no, no. This is I, you're in your you're like passing this off as a joke, but you are you're afraid that this woman's going no, to ruin I mean, the balls. Yeah. Okay, be on, just be honest with her, John. Just tell her that you will never be interested in that. Tell her stop bringing it up. And hopefully she will and if she do doesn't. I could do that, Lyle. Then, you know, you reevaluate the relationship.
1: Most definitely. And it's a good portion of time to do that. You know, month in. Got to set my boundaries right away. Yes, you do. Yeah, thank you, Lyle. John, I is there anything that. else you want to... Like, ultimately.
3: Good. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
1: Mm that I feel like you don't get enough credit for uh, how handsome you are, wholesomely.
3: That's very sweet of you, sir.
1: Especially as a gecko.
3: Thank you, ma'am.
1: Of course. And thank you. Take care, John. You too. Have a good night, Lyle. Bye-bye.
3: John said he was 26 on the call screening thing. He is not 26. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I don't know what a 26-year-old sounds like.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022.